0: Ricardo Cayuela is a writer, editor, and essayist. He was the editor-in-chief of Letras Libre magazine for both the Mexican and the Spanish editions from 1999 when it was founded to 2012. In 2013, he was appointed Director General of Publications to promote books and reading in Mexico, and he is currently the editorial director at Penguin Random House in Mexico. Welcome to The Bibliophile. Thank you very much, Nigel. What does the Mexican government do to promote books and reading?
1: I, I think in Mexico has a huge and important tradition helping to promote reading and culture. There is a strong sector in the government Promoting culture and lecture in Mexico. Okay. And it's uh, an important part of the brain of the government. Now we have a new government, only has uh, three or two mon- months in power. Yeah. And it is struggling with a lot of things. And I think it's uh, not in, in the best uh, way to perceive this old tradition. They have the the feelings yeah. to do it, but maybe they they don't have the skills. But uh, it's only part of the huge problem that Mexico new government has. And right. no, obviously not the
0: most important one. For us, it's the most important. Sure. What specifically did you do when you were in charge of promoting books and reading? A lot of things. The first one was to know
1: exactly the reading rate we have in Mexico because there is not enough data and we search for a new poll to ask the Mexicans how they read they read in digital, they read in paper, they read for obligation or for pleasure and all these kind of things we we ask a very important group of uh, experts to make the questionnaire to be sure that the answer would be a good reflex of the Mexican society reading habits. The, the exercise was wonderful, and we obtained about that a lot of u- useful information to begin to work. What we, did you find? What information? The, the Mexicans read uh, more than we think. Okay, and we read a lot of in digital and fragmentary. So they didn't sit down and read the a full book, book, a complete book, or or I have the time, of the money, or the place to go uh, uh, in a library or in a on a bookstore to buy a book. But I am interesting, and I I follow the news in digital. I work in social media. I have a lot of things yeah. that if you are no orthodox could pass like a reading time. And mm-hmm. that is interesting yeah. in some way. Yeah. We discovered too that the Mexican society is broken. Uh, half of the society don't touch books, don't touch culture. Uh, it's a very dramatic situation, yeah. not only by income, but also by um, for access to the culture. There is no libraries in this town. There is no bookstore in the city. There don't have uh, the habit uh, from the, her family. Yeah. Uh, the school doesn't teach them. And, and there is a complete black hole over there. Okay. The other half is uh, broken in different sectors. One of them, le- the level is very high and extremely well prepared. We, this sector in Mexico, it's all, it could compete, In it, it doesn't matter which country, doesn't matter which situation. Okay. And they read a lot. The vast majority of this sector is in the Mexico City. And right. uh, inside the Mexico City, in the south of the Mexico City. If you make this pool only in this area of the Mexico City, we discover we are Scandinavia or sure. something like that. <laughs> but the rest of the country is extremely different. And so rich, this kind of guess things, rich. Not only, no. or not, or not, not exclusively. The, the income has a lot to be, yeah. but the very rich people in Mexico are not cultural at all. It's more middle class, but urban middle class, With the family traditions and these kind of things, Mm -hmm. the people are very, very sophisticated in Mexico. Mm -hmm. But the poor doesn't have the access, and the rich doesn't have the interest. What did you
0: do, though? You did your survey. Yes. You got a good idea of reading habits. What specific programs did you put in place to, and to do what? Uh,
1: uh, A lot of them. One in particular I can express is to, we open voluntary service to bring books and knowledge all around the country. The name of this uh, program is Salas de Lectura, Reading Rooms, and it's for one volunteer say, yes, I want to receive a, co- a kit of very good books, 100 in the
0: first uh, delivery. And what do you mean by very good books? uh, Like well-written, classic novels? Classics
1: uh, for all ages, all interesting, uh, selected by a very good uh, group of experts. And this volunteer has mandatory to take a, a special program to be able to share these books, like a library program. And the books are in his home, his house, his office, his car, a public part, uh, whatever they want to show. And they have to open one day a week at least Mm -hmm. to share the books, to make uh, reading uh, clubs. We finished the administration with 5,000 volunteers working with books all around the country.
0: And each and one of them got this, hundred books. Yes, yeah, in the first
1: six months, and then if they finish some protocols and send some evidence, they receive more books each six months.
0: Evidence to
1: show what that they had lent those yeah, books out, and they're working and with a iPad to say, yeah, we are working this. This is ta ta ta. You are able with a uh, official credency credential. How do you say? Uh,
2: like an ID, no? Like
1: official ID. Okay. To show you are working, you have evidence. You are able to receive more and more books. Okay. We one of, a year we joined all the volunteers together to share experience, to be in touch with writers and experts, and it was amazing. One of these uh, mm. meetings, I joined together all the volunteers working in a risky places, by violence, by uh, immigrants, uh, Central American immigrants, Mm -hmm. working in psychiatric hospitals and so on. And I remember perfectly the meeting in Moreira because it was extremely beautiful. I think it's 600 volunteers. And uh, they are waiting a speech of me to say what uh, we will work. And I say, the speech in this meeting is yours. we all the public servants we broke in in groups to attend round tables and i am here to listen to you tell me what you need what i can do for offer a better program what you need of capa- of uh, skills and preparation and whatever i will take notes for 3 days and then when we finish and we join together all the conclusions, that will be the program for the next year. And what did they tell you? Oh, it was incredible, because they asked for very specific and poor things. Nothing really sophisticated. No, no. Uh, We need uh, uh, the iPad, for instance, born in this meeting. We need the iPad to be in touch, to send evidence. Uh, The iPad doesn't exist in the past, but they... Ask for that, and we are able to bring them, and, and so on. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. Mm. The the other side of the world was, the Mexican government has historically a long tradition to publish books. The government itself. itself, and for me it's a very strange thing, yeah. because there is a a very bad competition with the private, private sector. sector. And they offer very bad prices. It's strange the the royalties because the government is not so able to pay each year royalties for the authors. and it was a mess. And I decided only to publish classic books in a very outer sorry, with yeah. a very very low price for increase the the number of readers in all the bookstores and libraries of the country and f- uh, creating the new readers that the public the, the private sector will will need in the future the
2: cheap books cheap books, books very, cheap. very cheap. It was yeah. cheap yeah, yeah. so
1: and, uh, and and the and the, the this is one side of this program only publish classics no royalties cheap books yeah. for forming books for readers
0: and they were out of copyright right uh, yes. anyway they're yeah. public domain yes yeah
1: and the other side, it was uh, a program to co- make co-editions with the private sector, the independent imprints all around the country. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. You have a, a good idea, but you probably don't have the money to make reality that. Yeah, or to yeah. do the printing, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make application, an uh, independent jury will choose maybe 200 books a year, okay. coming from very different imprints, independent imprints, yeah. the small ones, province ones, to, to have very good ideas, but no money to bring the operation a reality. And I find it, it was very good to give reader, readers cheap books and give uh, pri- private sector help and support. The small publishers. The most publishers. Because in her her hands, the plural ecosystem that the culture needs with titles, authors, ideas. In my bureaucratic desk, it's impossible to figure out all the things that the culture needed. Mm -hmm. But if you ask society, society knows everything. because. a vast majority of people thinking by herself mm-hmm. with a lot of different interests and okay I, I I pay for that, but I am not telling you what to import. To no, what to print. You're getting their ideas and yeah. you're helping them to I bring them been, into reality. Yeah, with an open system, uh, no bureaucratic. Everything is online. You can apply online. Mm-hmm and no, no deals, no delays for the pay. Because one problem to work with government is yeah, we uh, agree but nobody pays, or right. well, they pay two years, three years after. And if your application is good, everything in digital with all the
0: papers you need, the pay is automatically. So they've got the money in their hand yeah, to make to truly get printed and designed and
1: distributed? Yes. Okay. And, it, and it was wonderful. But we do a lot of things, uh, working to promote the Mexican writers outside our borders. Received the invitation to be guest of honor of several important book fairs around the world. Yeah, uh, London Book Fair, uh, Book Expo America, uh, uh, Salon du Livre Paris, mm. and so on. And we make a very strong plural. And balance uh, programs to join these important places and events, the best of the Mexican
0: literature,
1: hmm. and it was good too, and a lot of more things. Yeah, obviously.
0: Well, you're you're cultivating a reading uh, public. Yes, and you're getting interesting authors published and out there so that they can read them.
1: Yeah, and uh, in I, I discovered that. In the professional book fairs, like London Book Fair or Frankfurt Book Fair, the Mexican government only pay for the stand to have place for the books. But the books in these events, nobody cares because you go there to buy
0: rights, not to buy books. No, you want that? You want your Mexican books translated in different obviously, languages. and yeah. you need to have the rights. Mm-hmm. And in the past, the
1: Mexican government pay a stand to be there to say I am in Frankfurt, or I am in London with books. Nobody telling the pa- rights. Yeah, you can imagine that. <laughs> it's crazy, and I—that's the whole purpose of these shows. Obviously, these yeah, and I changed completely oh, that, okay. uh, paying uh, with an uh, open program. Uh, open convocatoria, how do you say the, the, I ask the editors, do you want to be in this book fair? Show me a program, and which rights you want to, to sell there? Yeah, which are the best for the yeah. international And Africa. I make the catalog, and I pay you the trouble. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the standard Mexico change immediately. No more books, desk, with editors, with catalogs, sending rights. Perfect. And a lot of authors of Mexico begin to be translated
0: for these kind of programs. Okay, so just a, cu- a couple questions on Sorry. on what you've just said. Sorry for my English. Is no, I, I understand everything. No, well,
1: you are a magician.
0: Well, first of all, when you talked about those hundred books, that put me in the mind of Clifton Fadiman's lifetime reading plan. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. It was written in the 50s. Yeah. I interviewed his daughter not wow. that long ago. He was the New Yorker book critic and was his, what he thought were the 100 greatest novels ever written. Wow. All From all over the world. All right. And uh, it sounds to me like that's something similar to what you yeah. published. But only in classics. That's, well, yeah. yeah, that's more or less what he did. Yeah. Uh, and these were from all around the world, yeah. right? Not just Mexico.
1: Yeah, we, we have three collections. One is uh, fiction, published in Spanish, and nonfiction from Mexican authors, classicals. The second collection is Hispano-American authors all around the Spanish language, except Mexico. And the third is universal collection with fiction and nonfiction. Right. And uh, it was amazing because... It's not so easy to choose the books. You obviously Mark Twain has to be there. Cervantes of yeah, has to be there yeah. or whatever. But when you begin to, to grow the list it's not so easy to find no, no, no. and uh, in the nineteenth century this book has to be here or not? Yeah, no, it's a the debate book. about the canon. Oh, the canon is open yeah. because the past is open, depends on present. Yeah. And the, the shoes of this catalogue was uh, extremely amazing and very intellectual challenging because it's not, there is not instructions. You have to choose each book Mm -hmm. and why
0: it's there. So how long did you do that for? From 2013 to? Almost three years. And I was very happy there. And then what happened? Did they
1: replace you? No, no, no. I received a a, a very good offer from Roberto Banchik, the CEO of Penguin Random House. And uh, there is a phrase in the Padrino movies, that they say, "We can. Uh, you, I will make you an offer, you are not able to refuse. Yeah, yeah.
0: it's Godfather. Yeah, and uh, I, I take it.
1: Yeah. And it's the first time in my life I take a decision for a better, uh, uh, option, economical option. Yeah. I don't regret, obviously. No, no you gotta. Yeah, and I'm, I love my Take job. care of yourself yeah. and but your it, family. But it's strange because it's the first time I take a decision in all my professional life. Linked, connected,
0: by the economy. It's a strange. See, the thing is, you're lucky though in a sense because it's it's still in your the field that you love. Yes, obviously. You and know, the ideal is to make a lot of money doing what you love. Yeah. And I do not make a lot of money,
1: <laughs> but I have a very good salary yeah. for the first time in my life. Right. And it's wonderful to have it. Yeah. And I have uh, uh, little children, and I, I'm very proud to be a wood provider. Yeah. And, but uh, it's, yeah. uh, it, it was a tough decision. Uh, I, I, let me tell you something for me very important. If you ask me the most important thing you do in your life in public service or editor... I, I invent me- Libros Mexico. Libros Mexico, it's a digital platform to share mega... How do you say me- metadatos? Data?
0: Data, yeah. You
1: know, uh, Amazon has a algorithm. Yeah? Yeah. And the algorithm is linked with the data the book has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know the name in English, but each book needs... Keywords. Keywords. It's extremely important to, to how to, to find the book. Search uh, search criteria. Search criteria. Six years ago, if you want to to know about a book in the Mexican market, you have to go to the uh, a bookstore website to see if the book is there or no, mm. or in um, um, all books bookstores. To find it's there.
0: Antiquarian, yeah.
1: Yeah, and we make this digital platform to all the books has to be there. It's mandatory. So uh, this is uh, all new books. All new books with ISBN. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be there. Yeah. It's mandatory, and it's for the uh, everybody one has to good work in there, make his own. Uh, Take, uh, obtain his own information and it's amazing the, the things you can do with this platform. The mm. database. Database,
0: yeah. Database and of all existing uh, books. Books in Mexico okay. for the
1: first time in history. Does this, amazing. In, does this include used books? No, only new Just books. Just new books, yeah. Okay. Each okay. year it's increasing his yeah. catalogue, obviously. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I really love it. Um, I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions sure. about bookstores and such. Uh, I love bookstores. I go out. I yeah. photograph bookstores. Wow! I photographed like five thousand of them. But uh, in, in Canada, all around, all around the world. Oh. Yeah. I wonder what it what the bookstores are like in uh, in in Mexico. True. Sure. You mentioned that quite a few different communities didn't even have a bookstore. Is that yes. right? Yeah,
1: it's very very sad situation. Yeah. Because the the rate of bookstore for uh, 100 uh, citizens mm-hmm. is very low, yeah. But in the Mexico City it's very high. And we have one of the most beautiful bookstore on air. It is an old cinema.
0: Uh, that's strange because I was just in the El Ateneo in.
2: Uh, in Buenos Aires. In Buenos Aires. It's
0: an old theater. Yeah, it's the same idea. Yeah, with this old is cinema. old cinema, yeah.
1: and, and it's amazing place. Huh. It was made by Teodoro González de León, architect, and you see the seals and the wood. I think it's one of the most beautiful. What's it called? Uh, Rosario Castellanos. It's the name of a very well uh, novelist, okay. a, a, a woman novelist in Mexico. Okay, and it's beautiful, but. The, it's for just new new books? Or? And, yeah, new, new books. Anyway. And it's a coffee. It's wonderful for the kids because this is a very high place yeah. where they can touch and play and see, and it's amazing. And the, everybody knows the place like Bella Epoca, Belle époque because the name of the cinema was Bella Epoca. Okay. And the name remains right. more uh, strong than the new official name of the of the bookstore. And there is a lot of very beautiful libraries, bookstores, Bookstores. but the the most amazing thing in Mexico City is the street Donceles. You have to go there. If you go please make a call and we go with you you to it's It's
0: amazing.
2: Full of uh, bookstores. Used?
0: Mostly antiquarian? Antiquarian.
2: All, all type of books. You can find all type of A peso book? And or places are just amazing because books all over the place. You know, there this tiny place in the, in the center of the city.
1: The area, it's, uh, it's centro Histórico, Historical center. Oh, okay, okay. And the, the name of the route, there it's Donceles. And probably there are more than 50 Different live bookstores, okay, and you can find whatever you want. You mm. are searching for English. They are English. Yes, there? they have English and That's French. Good. Okay, I want to see what are about the uh, Ernest Hemingway in English. You know, you can find it. Great. We we find amazing things, mm-hmm. and it's still very cheap. You love first editions and these kind of things. It could be even a good deal because not. Everything is very well classified. Mm-hmm. I buy books that I, I know it, five pesos. When I buy it, I say, oh, I feel like uh, making a crime because <laughs> this book is so, at least $5,000. <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, I it's, it's strange and a beautiful place. To okay, go. well, that's a very good incentive. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. There's, it's, uh, there's a, uh, I don't know if you've been to Tokyo. No, but there's a pla- there's an area that sounds exactly the same. It's called Jamboko, Jamboko. and it's uh, it's a, there's about fifty or seventy used bookstores. Wow. I found some English books there wow. as well. Yeah. But it was uh, it was a beautiful place, and I spent uh, quite a bit of time there.
1: Japanese love books. Mm-hmm. There is in the train. There is in the corner. There is yeah.
0: all around. Huh? Yeah. You mentioned first editions. Do you collect first editions?
1: I have a few. Yeah. I am, uh, I am collecting the Octavio Paz
0: first editions. He, was he a friend of yours? No, no. You I just I, did some work. You
1: wrote a book on him, right? Yeah, I, I have an anthology about them. I work in the magazine that they, that he founded in the past. Uh, okay. Because Letras Libres is the continuation of Vuelta, the magazine he founded. Okay. But uh, I, I, I only see it two times in my life and no links at all.
0: I don't understand. I I,
1: I don't have but links,
2: You didn't know personally. Only two times. Only you saw him oh, twice. Oh, I yeah, see. That, yeah. But, but they, they weren't close. I yeah, see, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Thank you very much. That
0: now, the, the magazine that, you know, that would be fun, is to collect your magazine starting from, well, 1999, I yeah. guess. And you did both the Mexican and the Spanish edition. Yes. Did you have to go to Spain a fair amount? Yes,
1: we we founded the magazine in Mexico City with Enrique Krause, a very well-known historian in Mexico. Mm -hmm. And after a year and a half, we discovered that we need to put a foot in Spain, because Spain is the head of the Spanish market. And we receive a lot of Spanish authors we have newspapers, we have a television, mm. and they don't have anything about us. Yeah, and yeah. it's no fair. We
0: are very happy to receive the Spanish, and we are open. Your Mexican authors, before they make it big, they have to make it in Spain. That's true, and it's yeah. a
1: sad
2: it's, question. It's yeah. a
1: normal, but that's sad. Yeah. And that is the reason we put Letters libres there to say these authors you never heard before yeah. are extremely important.
2: Name a, name a few people. of
1: them. Jose Emilio Pacheco, Sergio Pitol, Gabriel Said, Carlos Monsiváis, uh, Ida Vitale, not only Mexican, but the, all Latin America. And we do a very good job because a lot of them are now very well known in Spain. Mm. and receive very important prizes, like the Cervantes Prize. It has to be to be published in a very well-known magazine in Spain and in Mexico. And I love the experience. I lived five years in Madrid.
0: Yeah, I love Madrid. I love walking along the, was it, Pasio or the… Yeah. I love uh, fine press books. Yeah. And I made a point of uh, interviewing the proprietors of fine presses. Any fine press book makers in Mexico? Is there much of a yeah.
2: tradition? How is it going?
0: Um, they use handmade paper, yeah, yeah. the uh, yeah, hand yeah, presses, yeah, and...
1: Yeah, there is a... Uh, if you put editorial and keep the first letter and the last letter, Ditoria. you have Ditoria. Mm-hmm. And this is the name of a very well and beautiful imprint made with the hand and with the all things in the all industry, in the imprint industry before the autom- automatization. You use uh, mobile typos and it's amazing. They have the, his own mobile typo machine and the handmade paper to do beautiful books. Letterpress. It's Letterpress. Called. Only yeah. only 200 copies, yes, all signed by the author, and, and put the, n- the number of the page manually. And what's the name of that? Ditoria.
2: Taller Ditoria. Taller, Victoria. Taller Victoria. Okay. Ditoria.
1: editorial, yeah. without the first letter and the last letter. Okay. In the Spanish that sounds Ditoria. The owner is a painter, yeah. Roberto Rebora and he's uh, in mexico city mexico city yeah okay in la roma the very well-known quarter now by that the movie course. yeah the academy award-winning movie <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, first time books, for mexico not
2: only beautiful books they're yeah. very good books yeah mostly f- uh, poetry so everybody wants to publish their every with, poet because it's them. not only with the beautiful books but very
1: Gerardo good. Denise, Ulises Castellanos, Sorry. a lot of very good poets in Spanish.
0: I see. Okay. Yeah, I good. love that. Thing, yeah. That would be a good one to c- collect. Sure. <laughs> I have a few of them. Yeah. yeah. Are they expensive?
1: No. Well, they have a very intelligent system. You have to be subscribed by subscription. Okay. And you pay a fee a year and you receive three or four books a
0: year. I see. Okay. Yeah. Now, what about your time then at uh, Random House? You said to me before the interview that you publish eight hundred titles a year.
1: Yes, we have uh, thirty more or less thirty imprints.
0: Each thirty, spe- yeah, okay. Within under Inside the umbrella, the,
1: uh, under the umbrella of, of Penguin Random yeah, House. Yeah,
0: some of them
1: very well known in Mexico. Yeah. For instance, Grijalbo the oldest imprint in Mexico industry right now. Alfa Guara for the good novelist and so on to make 30 imprints in the umbrella of Penguin Random House. And each imprint has his own team to work with the EDN of the imprint to publish only the things that well in this catalogue. Mm. And this, I think, is the secret of the uh, growing uh, steps of Penguin Random House, because they buy a lot of things, mm. but they maintain, the keep the the people, the team, the team, team. yeah, and the ideology of the
0: catalogs. Yeah, and I, my, I, I have to. It's to not just a. I mean, I must say, I think it's just marketing. No, it, no, no, it, no. It, that, that's. It seems to me that's the direction it's going. They buy all these companies up, like they've got, they've got M- McClellan & Stewart, which yeah. is a great Canadian firm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's, it's upsetting that they're owned by a foreign company now. But I don't know that they're any different from you know Knopf or whoever else they've got under their umbrella. It's just... Yeah. But you're saying in Mexico in, there's in a very distinct.
1: Yeah, in the Spanish market, it's it's uh, order, is mandatory to respect each imprint, and mm. confirm the umbrella. So don't
0: change it from the way no, it was. No,
1: and and the and the authors, the catalog, and even the editors who work for this imprint. But on the other hand, it's true that the
0: company his secret
1: purpose is to be
0: bigger to be bigger and to have economies of scale yeah, to save it, money that it's true that's business
1: it's business and it could be bad for some special diversity of authors and imprint but good for the long-term health of the industry because mm-hmm. Nobody knows that the huge bit sellers and the huge books who sell a lot are supporting the authors who don't say nothing.
0: I don't understand. How
1: do you say it?
2: The best sellers help other authors who don't sell that much. Only a big industry can sustain all these small authors.
1: Yeah, the independent imprints doesn't have money no that's the same in Canada but even for the normal authors or the regular the authors,
2: authors
1: they don't have uh, money then to pay the royalties or to pay promotion travels or to pay yeah, yeah. This, this kind of thing, press conference and, mm-hmm. and we in Penguin have a lot of bestsellers to bring to the company a lot of money to pay each author a proper and a proper response. Mm-hmm. And I like it a
0: lot, this. Because it's some kind of uh, philanthropy inside the group. I still don't quite get that. I mean, aren't you taking away all the good authors from the independent publishers? No, 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 no. Because no, no, no. Th- they can't afford to have them, so no. you're getting them all? No,
1: no, not at all. I never uh, steal an author from an independent... How many um, uh,
0: independent publishers are there in Mexico?
1: I think 2,000. Okay. It's not too much. And it how much
0: does uh, the market does uh, Penguin Random House own? 23%. And I guess some of the other bigger ones are it's in there Planeta, too? It's Planeta. It's yeah. 20 or a little a few less. And that's Spanish? Uh, Spanish, yeah. What about uh, Macmillan or... Uh, Macmillan is not... Simon and Schuster? No,
1: not, not very well. No, oh, okay. No, they, they don't publish a lot of Spanish Authors, no, okay, and they have a, another. Uh, most in the scholar business, textbooks, textbooks and yeah. this kind. Yeah. Okay, uh, but we are only a quarter of the market share. It's not too much. A quarter. A quarter. Yeah.
0: yeah, less than a quarter. But you want to be a half?
1: No, because I think it's important
0: to to respect the the diversity. Plus, you want Mexican-owned.
1: Yes, there is a lot of very good imprints from Mexican. Mm. Uh, but the thing I try to say is Having a lot of money In relative Terms, co- yeah. terms Obviously because yeah. we are talking yeah. about books You're not Netflix Yeah we are not Netflix or Amazon even yeah. Or that Disney or, or Ford Or whatever mm. Or Starbucks We are a huge Big transnational company For books But a lot of the money we we earn is to pay properly or on authors to promote it to to bring readers more options to
0: to do these kind of things. and I like it. So where do you want to go from here then? Cause you're what? how old are you now?
1: I, I have more or less the same as you fifty. And no, I'm, I'm
0: older than you then yeah but, yeah. but not too much. I,
1: I have a, a secret life like a frustrate writer. It's impossible to write. A novelist? A, or No, an essayist. Mm-hmm. I um, love that essays. It's my favorite uh, it. and genre. I, and I suffer a lot because an editor has to be neutral and there is a lot of things crossing over my country and I want to be part of the public discussion and the public uh, Political essays, then. Yeah, and uh, historical and these kind of things.
0: The Mexico That Hurts Us. Yes,
1: it's a very good book.
0: I hear that. Yeah, Yeah. I only have
1: one. I wrote it.
0: (laughs) Now, is that essays? Yes, I'd say, about Mexican
1: situation. It's funny, because when I write this book with a very close friend, me and my colleague are very close to have 40, 40 years and the country, 200 years. The country begins a very huge discussion about her history, her identity, and so on. Yeah. And when you have 40, you do more or less the same, same. thing. Yeah. And it was autobiographic approach to the Mexican reality.
0: And it's what, sort of just summarized where the country was?
1: Yeah, and uh, how was my link with this country? Um, a lot of things. It's very cr- cr- critical with yeah, the Mexican
0: situation. Yeah, and there was some trouble with that. Yeah. That was dangerous to be too critical. Is C- that
1: If you are a journalist, yeah. it in, in, could be. A writer, no problem at all. Oh. But, but the journalists uh, outside the capital have to deal with very ugly things. And it's very dangerous to be an honest journalist in Mexico right now. Not for the narco killers, because they are very well known and you say I am narco in the newspaper, who cares? It's open, know it. But when you denounce uh, government low profile servants who are linked with narco. Because they are dangerous if you say that in the newspaper. And there are Extremely dangerous to be a journalist right now in Mexico. And it's, it's, a, it's a nightmare. And I, it's a very sad situation. But you, you have to be careful about what books you publish, obviously. Yes. We have, uh, you can't tell the truth. No, yes, no. but we have a lot of problems. For instance, one of our writers was killed one year and a half ago. And it was not killed for the books it, but Because he's, he was a, a journalist, very well known in his born town. What's his Juliacan. name? How the name you know? is Javier Valdez. It, it, it has a lot of prizes, even the Maria Cabot Prize for journalists. Extremely intelligent, charismatic, and he was killed in the streets of Real city. That
0: was his problem. He's too yeah. intelligent, too charismatic, yeah. and, and honest.
1: And we sold, we land, we, we released a, a prize with his name. And, uh, and it's a very sad history. But and it's dangerous.
2: The thing, because maybe it's hard to understand, because I'm from Spain, and these situations are, are difficult to explain to someone outside Mexico. It's like, if you ask, no, it's dangerous to be a critic with a book. Not exactly. If you publish a, critical, a book, it doesn't matter. Against the government, it doesn't matter. So even if, if it's uh, something, you know, very well... Accepted. Like a, a ...journal investigation, it doesn't matter. The problem is small journalists in a small town, because narco dealers are connected with politicians in that And police small officers. Level, and police. Yeah. That is the problem. So most of the time, journalists are killed because specific things, you know, you wrote specifically this thing I told you not to write because they're in touch all the time, they're a small town. Yeah. So even Javier Valdez, it was very specific situation. They published an interview to a narco dealer and then the other side of the narco dealer because they are fighting all the time. Gangs, yeah they threatened the journalist for publishing that that interview so they started a war between hughes cartel and then in the crossfire a journalist was killed so it, it's difficult to explain why you know a journalist is killed it has to be with narco dealers and politicians and police all together and with those journalists Reporting the day by day information, you know, it's not no. like I am critic against the government. It doesn't have to do with it. Very difficult to explain and, that. And
1: in, and in the small town.
2: In the small town, yeah, okay, right. All, all, except for Javier Valdez. The problem with Javier, he was very well known because he worked for a uh, French press, and also he was correspondent to international media. And he helped all the time every, inter, you know, a foreign journalist who went to Culiacán, Sinaloa. He was an expert on Chapo's man and everything. He helped all the time to us, you know, a foreign journalist.
1: Ja- Jaisa is foreign, is foreign correspondent for the Spanish
0: radio. So as far as book publishing goes, it seems like you've got a free reign to, mm-hmm. to do whatever you want to do. Yeah.
1: yeah, but the problem is the small town with journalists. Even the the books about government are very well received.
0: So what's the problem and what's the solution? Do you
1: have another hour? I know. <laughs>
0: Well, it's probably corruption is your big problem. Pro-
1: corruption now?
0: Yeah.
2: Impunity.
1: Impunity? Meaning that what? The legal the legal system is broken. So there's no. Punishment Only the, for the poor people. Breaking the law. Yeah. And it's uh, the open. There's no rule of law. Yeah. And it's okay. the open door to all the crimes and all the problems. And you can pay to be out of the jail if you're a rich guy.
2: And if you're poor, maybe you're innocent, but you're in jail. Yeah, The legal so system is a disaster. The legal system yeah. don't, doesn't work at all.
1: No. And I think, uh, for me, a very important problem is that Mexico is more rich than nobody knows or nobody thinks. I think uh, the PBA, or whatever, the internal brood product, or the, oh, it's the GDP, GDP yeah. maybe is bigger than Canada. Obviously we are less people. No, you more people. We are more people. A lot more. Two or three times. But we are a huge and important economy. Yes, you are. And we are exporting all around the world and we are the first how do you say, partner of American
0: economy, and we are... Big. Well, you're second behind Canada.
1: Now we are the first yeah. for the first year. I'm don't sorry, so. Neil, don't to say don't that. Don't think so. i really sorry to
0: That's, what, that's what they invented Google for. we <laughs> will so have to check Google. Please check, please but, check. Uh, but, yeah, we are the second one. Okay.
1: That that means we're more rich than people imagine. Yeah. yeah. The problem Well, you've is got...
0: This, is it the same thing where you've got 1% extremely rich and a lot of people extremely yes. poor. Yes, and
1: the other thing.
0: That's how you get revolutions. Yes, and
1: the other thing. In Mexico, more or less, four of each ten people are poor. But there is no desempleo. How do you say
2: Unemployment.
1: There is no unemployment. Okay. okay. That means the people
0: who are poor are working. They're working for crappy money. Okay. It's
1: not acceptable. Yeah. We
0: are very... The minimum few. wages. It's a disaster.
1: Yeah. And you can work eight hours in a tough uh, industry yeah. and you are a poor. You don't have money to bring food to the, your children. For me, this is the main problem in Mexico. The value of the work and the legal system. And uh, everything is connected. We, we, we have very good industries and very competitive. But because they don't pay nothing to their people.
0: They exploit them. Yeah. So other than the Mexico that hurts us, what are the best one or two books in translation about Mexico that that the English-speaking world can read?
1: About the Mexican
0: situation. So that we can understand it.
1: Yeah. I love one book of Octavio Paz okay. about Mexican idiosyncrasy. Ah. The name is The Labyrinth of Solitude.
0: The Labyrinth of, of Solitude. Solitude. You have to read it immediately <laughs> to understand Mexico. Okay. So and to understand you as well? Or yes. That's
1: impossible. No, it's impossible. <laughs> okay. But this could be helped to understand Mexico.
0: Labyrinth of Solitude, Octavio Paz. Funny, he's using Borges' labyrinth yeah. and uh, Garcia Marquez's solitude. Yes, but before them. Of course it was. Yeah, in the 50s. Is there anything
1: more recent than that? Yeah, yeah. You, you can read, for instance, uh, Lydia Cacho books, yeah. because she's a very tough journalist mm-hmm. fighting against a lot of things, and I find it very intelligent.
2: You know, uh, uh, very good books to understand how Mexico is. It's very strange, huh? Fiction. Yeah. Two novels uh, by uh, <laughs> a man who wasn't born in Mexico, Roberto Bolaño. Yes,
0: Bolaño's Bolaño is very good. Bolaño
2: yeah. is, if you want to understand Mexico, he yeah. understood it perfectly. Yeah, the, so the secret...
0: Which ones? The, the se- uh,
2: 2666. Six, six. Two, yeah, I've got here. that. Yeah, I've read it. It's an amazing novel about Mexico and about, you know, how Mexico is, yeah. in the okay. deep inside. And the other one is uh, The Wild Detectives. I think they yeah. translate it like that. <laughs>
1: and, and to catch the Mexican soul, there is a British novelist, very well known, Malcolm Lowry. Yes. Under the Canadian. Canadian. Yeah. Under the Volcano. Yeah. Okay. You read it? A uh, long time ago. It's an amazing book. I really like it. About the Mexican soul.
0: There's
1: alcohol involved. Yes, yeah. obviously. <laughs> it's so not, not all bad. Obviously. <laughs> it's a mezcal oda. It's a mezcal odyssey. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like it a lot. Very yeah. good. All right. The savage, thank you. The, the savage. 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 savage right. Very yeah, good. That's right. So very good. Thank you
0: very much. Thank you, Nigel. I've been speaking with Ricardo Cayuela. Wonderful pronunciation. Who is a writer, editor, essayist, and the uh, editorial director of Penguin Random House Mexico. Thanks again.
1: Thank you very much, Nuno.